It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. Lovely haircut, mate. Thank you. I've, I've, I've gone the reverse Keith Flint. I think it looks you good. Are. <laughs> you have. Oh, dear. <laughs> Start on a downer. Yeah, on right. rotation as well. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I've just gone a bit mad, really, in lockdown. But it's going it's crazy. It's, it's going crazy. I don't, know, I don't know how everyone's doing. I hope everyone's all right. But well, you're I'm, wearing a clown outfit, so you're not doing too well. I'm just trying to... Every time I catch myself in the mirror, I just give myself a little fright. <laughs> Uh, you and me both. <laughs> I'm absolutely How's things? Oh, all right. You know, it's all right. It's it's a bit bin men. You know, chuffing bin men. Drop of snow. Drop of snow. They didn't come and collect recycles, did they? And then we got oh, a that. thing. A thing on Facebook went out from the local council saying, "Oh, they can't come now because it's snow." So. They'll just collect it again in two weeks. I'm not kidding. You know, they've spent billions telling us to recycle. So then we do. And now it's just blowing up and down the street. I mean, flipping Lynn's going, Lager Lynn's going mental. I've seen her walking up and down street with a a bin liner just collecting rubbish, which she's doing a public service, bless her. But, you know... It's, she shouldn't have to do that. They should have just come out at another time. I, I, I just, I'm furious. But that's what happens when you reach middle age, Ed. You just get that base. You ask me how I'm doing, and I've I gone did. straight to that. Straight in. I'm fuming. I feel, I feel like this is your. Po- I could just sit back now, and you would not stop talking just, for an hour. Just let it go, mate. I need to let it go. But just <laughs> let me. Let me just finish, because I've tonight. Prior to recording this, I've just been out and I've put it, I've piled it all up. It looks like the 70s, you know, when they were all on strike in the 70s when every, no one working. No, because was I wasn't alive. Right. right, go to history website, <laughs> type in 70s, pictures of inner cities, and you'll just get, there's piles of rubbish. That's like, out, that's at the end of my, my, my long drive. It's at the end of my long drive is a pile of rubbish. Ready for the collectors to collect. We're, we're a bit crap with snow in this country, aren't we? We're not in Grange Moor, mate. We just proper chucked it. It was like no. I mean, we, like can't cope. we can't cope when it snows. Is what I mean. No, we can't. To be One fair. drop of snow, everything shuts down. I've, Which is weather. weird for Yorkshire because you'd be it like, is. just just put your put your thick coat on. We'll put your thin. Just put our coat on for for Yorkshire. Put, but put a vest on. Put a vest I mean, on, yeah. It, it's great now because you don't need you don't need Michael Fish, the weatherman, anymore because you got Facebook because everyone tells you about the weather, don't they? And my knees playing up, storms coming. Storms coming. It's, people take pictures of it, and and it's all right. <laughs> I don't mind that. People take pictures of the weather. Get a grip. <laughs> when the I like to think. Uh, do you read the captions out like this though in your head, like in this tone? Rain like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? No, but I'm no! going to start. Like that. That's like what what happens to Lynn when I've seen her chasing, um, a, a, what, you know, like one of those litre milk bottles, those plastic ones, when you crush them down, mm. if a gust of wind that we get up here, it's off. I saw her running up the road. I was worried she was going to get run over. Hey, That's talking about wind, talking about oh, wind, no. hell, you, you know what I'm going to do here, don't you? Living that. with three boys. <laughs> exactly. Living oh. with three boys. Well, yeah. technically, poor Kate living with four boys. Yeah, bless her. My God, you go in the lounge and yeah. and it's and it's thick, thick with There's smog. A, it's thick air in our lounge. <laughs> thick air. Y'all are y'all. And I'm not. Lot. I'm not saying hair with an accent. Thick no. air. Yeah, it's dense. Well, they'll be doing all sorts of those kiddies, won't they? I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, out They're, the backsides they do. Yeah, they'll be doing snarts. That's like a sneeze and a fart. They'll be doing them. <laughs> they'll be doing um, a cart, which is a cough and a fart. They'll be yeah. they'll be doing running the whole gamut. 
A shark. From, which is... <laughs> Let's hope not. A is shark a- and a fart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going lockdown bonkers, me. Honestly, I'm just happy to see... Who are you? I'm just happy to see you, mate. You know... I know, it's I'm, been a while, hasn't it? It's been a yeah, while. I'm sorry about the way I'm dressed. My hair's got long. It's down past my shoulders now. Well, now that I've got past the court injunction, I think I think we're all right to talk to each other. I know you, I know. you look a bit uncomfortable that we're now face to face after the legal proceedings you went through, but I know it's just I'm, the other I'm people. comfortable with it. It's just the other people in this place. They don't like it when I'm doing this. They get jealous when I'm on podcast. I've watched some films, so which is I. unusual for me. I've watched some. I've it is. Watched. He usually has to improvise, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He just, I've he, just watched. he just looks stunned like a rabbit in the headlights when I say, "What films have you watched?" And oh, then he mate. just kind of looks in the corner to try and think of a film that he saw about 16 years ago. Yeah, th- that happens sometimes. <laughs> I've, um, I've still not watched The Karate Kid. So that's not happened. I did nearly buy it, though, after the last podcast. When that's you had just a your thing. You just buy them all. Mm-hmm. You've got like yeah. a wall of DVDs. Well, I've been cataloguing them in lockdown. Is that nerdy? It's definitely something. Uh, I've I've been cataloguing them and by what alphabet? <clears throat> not even alphabetical, is it? You've done I've some done, kind of genre. I've thing. got an app. I've got an app. It's dead good. I'm a collector, Ed, and I collect stuff. Um, um, and I collect film posters. I collect films. I collect stuff like that. But there's almost too many now, and I forget what I've got. Especially films. When you think, oh, I'd like to watch that. I know you can go streaming, and I know you can do that, and I often do. But I've realised I've, there's a lot of films that aren't online. I think I've talked about this before. That you kept that tell, are hard to get. Tell me a good f- film poster. What makes a good film poster? A good cinema poster. What mm. old style art? Old style art. I'll tell you a good one. If you Google it, Warlords of Atlantis. That's a great Warlords poster. of Atlantis. Yeah, another great what, poster. Go on. So are the ones that you like, hmm. the ones that have no kind of photographing, it's all painted kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I've got one on my wall here, and it's, um, it's a, a Disney film called Dragon Slayer from 1981, and the film poster is just... The film was really good. I, I saw it when I was a kid, Dragon Slayer. Have you ever heard of it? I'm too busy typing in Warlords of Atlantis. All oh, right. Well, Dragon Slayer. It's better be well. good. It's a good poster. It's got a giant octopus on it. I oh, could have just. Has, yeah. It's a good poster, and but the um, Dragon Slayer. I I really liked it. It's a film. I saw it at the pictures when I was about twelve, and I absolutely loved it. Type that in and have a look at the poster of that. It's mint. The poster's really good. I can't, I I can't sit now. here and well, just type in posters for the whole podcast. Okay. No, you can't. All right. Well, oh. it's a, uh, do it at home if you're listening to this and you've got the, the computer nearby. Then just do it there. But it's um, yeah. So I'm a collector. So I've been cataloging some of my films because I've I've it's got out of hand. It's just got out of hand. There was DVDs everywhere. So I've got rid of all the cases and I've put them all in in little wallets like this. I'm going to hold up a funny one now because it's one of our Tommies, and it don't work on wow. podcast. But it's Babe. Which is a it good looks like film. Babe One and Two. Is it yeah, two it's in one? That Babe you bought, Two. You bought a special edition double disc for our little and when he were a little one. But he's not mm. a little one now. And I said, "Do you want that?" And he went, "No." <laughs> but then, then I remembered that Babe Two is just mental. So I thought it'd fit in the podcast. Is that one Pig day. in the City? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit is mental. That, do you know who does a special song for that? Who? Who wrote a song for that? Rufus film? Wainwright. Peter Gabriel, I'm sure did he, he did. Oh, no, he did. I'm no, you, sure he did. You, you're absolutely right, he did. I, I don't know what it is. I thought it was going to be one of, uh, you know, Rufus's was going to be there. Don't don't be dissing Rufus. I'm not. Me and Rufus, just, we go way know, back. I'm just bringing him up. So I've, yeah, I've but been, you were mean about him last time. I was mean about him about He was quite upset. Ago. He was quite upset. Don't care. He's a big fan of this podcast. No, he's not. No, he's not he's anymore. Not. No. He's not Peter Gabriel, is. 
<laughs> I'd rather have Rufus to be. So I got this. I got this app, right? And it's called iCollect, and it's an app, and you just catalogue everything. You just do barcodes. It's just brilliant. This is the most nerdy I've but ever been. You, but but on this you're not podcast. explaining how though. What what's the criteria get, to categorize? Because it can't just what? be A to Z. Because that's that's just boring, and you're too nerdy for that. Oh no, you can then once you've got them in your app, right? And I'm about. 1,200 in at the moment. Oh, my God. And I've not done horror yet. (laughs) Wow. Because they're in a separate area, right? So I've I've got all the films, but then you you can type in, like, Gene Hackman, and all Gene Hackman films come up, because when you do it by barcode, it's got all the information. Oh, that's quite You're interested now, aren't you? I am a little bit. Listener. You've you've tapped into my nerd. Listener. Right, you should see Ed now. He's woken up. Yeah, he's he's practically brushing his teeth. <laughs> he's interested. Oh, sorry, he's brushing his tooth. This was lame uh, a minute ago. Now, now it's, it's just insane. amazing. Yeah, yeah I, like uh, it. I mean, I, I, it's it's a good little app, and you can then create your own. Um, so you can have like movies, records, vinyl, whatever CDs, but then you can create your own. So I thought I'm going to do my movie posters because they're all in. They're all in. There's, there's two crates I've got up here that's just full of film posters. Now a lot of them will be worthless, but there'll be some that I'm sure will be of interest. Not that I want to sell them, but they, they must just be of interest, and and you know they, they'll they'll have some uh, value to them. But I just and it's kind of interesting. Is it? All listeners have gone. <laughs> yeah, I was I was interested in the films bit. Now the posters is just getting a bit extreme. It's geeky, right? So I'll leave that there. But, no, but I'm right. just telling you. You just asked me, and I just told uh, you. What you're I've been infused. Doing. I don't mind you being infused. I am. It's quite I am exciting. infused. I mean, got a funny hat on as well. I am. Yeah, it's lost like on it. the podcast. A little bit. My name is Bella Lugosi. I'm a right famous actor from old black and white films. And I am really, really, really happy to support the Slightly Crap Film Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I watched um, a film yesterday that um, made me cry. And and I'm I'm not... Oh, I've seen that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's only one film isn't there is there what what film yeah. makes you cry uh lord of the rings genuinely yeah the third you... one i cry i cry when we get to like the 17th ending oh i'm, I'm, I'm crying my eyes out at that mate i tell you i'm proper blubbing our lasses holding me please hand. please please finish this time yeah, my thighs hurt because I keep getting up from my chair and having to sit back down again. I'm in the fetal position. <laughs> I saw that film at midnight yeah. in the cinema. And well, I kid if you, you went not, at midnight. The entire cinema were dead excited about the film because they were there at midnight. Mm. But by like two in the morning or whatever, when when you had to like, you know, watch the seventeenth ending. Mm. I'm not joking. It was like Simon says and everybody kept going like this getting up and then sitting down and then getting oh. up and then sitting down and they get and by the third getting up sitting down there were there were audible groans around the cinema <laughs> some of them were the old people who just couldn't cope anymore with the exercise yeah. and some of them were just people like for god's sake you have ruined this movie now oh no you didn't think that though did you i love it mate Oh, I, I'd, I'd be happy with no, another 20 no, minutes just, just director's cut should be like 20 minutes long so so you're saying you're crying, but are you being facetious or were you actually moved? Uh, I'm being facetious. Oh, I was trying out. to be funny, but but you didn't laugh. No, I do. I don't find it funny. Not when I'm talking about yeah. crying. Right. You know? Did you did you cry at the crying game? No, no, I was shocked. Not a good game, at is crying, it? crying. Game. No, no, it's crap, <laughs> isn't it? It's not even a game. It's a film. <laughs> it's not what it said. Who's crying? I, Five points for you. Five points for you. <laughs> I think I misinterpreted that film. Didn't even have a proper lass. <laughs> <laughs> now what's going on? What a budget. Budget <laughs> cut. Yeah, budget cut. <laughs> Come here, you're in. What? <laughs> Dave, just sit in that chair. Dave, 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 sit. What? I'm here to do the plastering. What? <laughs> 
Put that you're skirt in, on, Dave. You're now, you're now a significant plot. What are you on about? It's European. Just sit there. <laughs> you're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, do you want to get in trouble now? We are. I don't we? know. Don't, don't get me in trouble. I don't mean any of it. Do you know um, the film that made me cry? Little, oh, shop, go on. little shop of horrors. And the reason I got all moved and teary is because as a teacher, I I put it on a couple of times. You know, with the kids, we put it on. Yeah. And we were, and the first time we did it, we were proper. It was like it'd be the basis of a great movie because I didn't know what I was doing. No, everyone was looking at me because they thought I knew what I was doing. The musical director was a genius, but kind of just got on with what he was doing, and like the music in a musical, which is quite important. And then the kids were just brilliant, and. So I was watching it and thinking of them, and I'm going back 20 years, and I was getting all moved. Do you know when you get moved? Yeah. I was sitting, and, and Maria was watching it and doing the ironing at the same time, because I can't do that. She could. Well, I, I tell everyone I can't do that. So <laughs> she, she was doing that, and, and I was like sort of having to hide my face a little bit because I was getting all like... A bit weepy. <laughs> I loved it when they did this, and and <laughs> I got I just thought of all the kit, and I, and I thought it was a nice thing actually. I'm, I'm actually being quite serious because I, I actually that's why I love films because, and and also the other thing about the film the Little Shop of Horrors, it, the, the the film Little Shop of Horrors, I saw it at the cinema when I was like sixteen, and. It, it's just been, and I realised actually, it, it feeds into all the nostalgia that you you grow as you get older and older, and and actually, it's a really important film in my life, and I didn't realise. It's, it's got some big names. Is it right? I'm going to try and re- go on. It's got Rick Moranis in it. Yes. It's got Steve Martin as a dentist in it. Oh we've yeah. Talked about that before, I think. Yeah. Has it got Bill Murray in it? Yes, as a as a, a masochist, he's brilliant. So is it basically a Saturday Night Live movie? it's Frank Oz is the director and I think he's just pulled in his mates because Christopher Guest is in it Jim Belushi is in it but all of these Um, people are SNL people aren't they yeah so there must be a massive connection and is John Candy in it Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah. Is he really? Yes, he <laughs> I'm is. just guessing them now. Who else? Oh, did you? Yeah. Now? No, John Candy's in it. I think you've got everyone. I'm going to have to watch it. I watched it years and years ago. I mean, it's it's just um, so joyous. It's joyous. And frankly, I mean, I'm actually not a massive fan of musicals, which we may have talked about before, but I really think it's just great. But as I say, it wasn't actually, it was the film, sure, but actually it was all the memories and, and the, the resonance of watching the film that really knocked mm. me for six, actually. So um, It's a musical, to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it, and it's cracking. It's cracking. So, uh, Did you say yeah. you played it in school? We... We perform. We put it on as a school production. Oh, you performed. It? Okay. Yeah, we put it on twice, and I was like the the sort of producer, if you like, because I was just you know when drama teachers put on shows, many do. I do. Um, I did, but I'd not really done it before. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a great time and I, as I say I just think back to it as a very uh, important time you know and, I, and I'm very sen- sentimental Hello my name is Shelley Winters and you might remember me from some classic films such as that Poseidon adventure where that boat went upside down and I'm really happy to support the Slightly Crap Film Podcast Buzzing. What's the most inappropriate film you've played at school? What? Well, just by accident. Because it well, wasn't me. by accident. Yeah, it wasn't me. It were a kid. It were a kid. I did this thing, and I, I'm, I can't believe I've never told this story to you, but um, I did actually write this for the Times Ed, and they got back in touch with me and said, you probably can't publish this because there's a safeguarding <laughs> issue. <laughs> Do I, I am all ears now. Well, <laughs> I write I write a thing uh, for the Times Ed uh, just about being a travelling teacher, and I just thought I need a good one about showing videos back in the day because teachers. It's like going to the pub on a Friday. Teachers used to just think, "Oh, bollocks! I'm just going to stick a, a movie film on." on. Yeah, Titanic, yeah. that'll get me through today. Um, you know, just when you were a bit stressed out. Draw me like that. one of your French girls. 
just fast forward through this bit. Do you and your lass do that in your house? No, Re-enact but remind me, remind me, because remind me, I've got to talk to you about the Matrix in a minute. Go on, okay, well, in English, as a young English teacher, I didn't get much guidance, actually, but I, had, I worked with some brilliant people, and this is in my first school, so I'm going back many years now. In fact, the kids that I taught, I realised they've hit 40 now, and um, one of the things I did was bring in a clip, bring in a film, your favourite film, show us a clip. Now... And if they, I said, if you can't find the film, chances are I've got it. So just tell me. So um, we watched like clips, and it was all films of the time. Things like um, Interview with a Vampire was big, and uh, 1995. I'm talking about when you were about two, Ed. Yep. And uh, well, this this there was a girl called Kelly, and she was just an absolute delight. My classes were just, I just was really lucky um, as a, as a young teacher. I just got these great classes and these great kids. This last Kelly comes up, says, Sir, I'm going to show you a clip from my dad's favourite film. And I'm thinking, oh, God, <laughs> what's this going to be? Oh, jeez. Oh, and uh, I said, what is it? You know, just let me know what it is and I'll... Because uh, it didn't have a label on the cassette. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my she God. Said, <laughs> she said, he really loves this film. If ever his dad in dumps, he always puts it on. And I'm thinking, is it Confessions of a Window Cleaner? Of, got images of that scene in Parenthood where yeah. she picks up the video box and then something really dodgy falls out. Yeah, so I just think, I'm going to have to just do it because this, this lass was just lovely. She's a proper top-notch kid. You know when you get top-notch kids? She was just top-notch. She went, oh, sure, it's a great film, something like that. And I'm like, all right, let's put it on. Have you got the clip right there? Because they had to have it at the right clip. And they had to talk about why it was special. And she just talked about her dad, and it was really lovely. She was just saying how brilliant her dad was. And I'm thinking, oh, this is really brilliant, this. Okay, Kelly, let's put film on. And I put it on. <laughs> right. And the screen was like, do you know, have you ever seen, like, third-generation pirate film? Have you ever yeah. seen that? When it's like... <laughs> First time I ever watched The Exorcist, it was like, <laughs> like that, right? And it's like, <laughs> like that. And I'm thinking, shit, now, what have I done here? And I'm, they hadn't invented um, learning walks, thank God, because if someone had been in, I might have been in bother. She was shut. Suddenly, the image found itself, proper video player working really hard. <laughs> There's a bloke in a, in a flipping. Um, death, death, he's in electric chair and he's shaking oh right his eyeballs are popping out there's all sorts of shit going on right he's, it's only it's only faces of death google that google that faces of death you can go and buy it now you can get it now in, in on I Street that film but Back in the day, it was a pirate video. And Kelly, Kelly's dad, oh, he loved oh that. Oh, my God. Among oh, Google it was images, so sad. it's horrendous. It's so sad when <laughs> that man dies in the electric chair. Oh, yeah, Kelly, do you mean that bit where his ears bleed and his eyeballs pop out? Do you mean that bit, Kelly? Yeah, cheers, that's my job. No, I managed to stop it. I didn't. I didn't. Wow. But the rest of the kids were like, this is mint. Can we watch the rest of it, sir? <laughs> you know what kids are like. <laughs> it's like, this is great, this, sir. What else do you see? Kelly goes, well, in another bit, what you see is the bloke getting killed by a herd of marauding cows. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. Most, most of it was staged. Most of it was staged. Hi, this is Mary Astor. I'm a famous actress. Uh, you might remember my film, The Maltese Falcon. It did very well. Uh, I just wanted to ring in to say, really, that I love the show uh, so much. Howl is, you know, he's quite good. Um, Ed really carries it. He's obviously the, uh, the brains behind the operation. Uh, and he seems to be very handsome as well, I would imagine. Um, anyway, love the show, and I'm definitely not dead. Oh my god. You've just reminded me. I remember my my you're talking about like third hand copies of videos. Yeah. My I've I've got this memory. I hope I've got this right. I'm sure my sister will interject after the fact <laughs> if I haven't. But my people used in the 80s 
you, you could obviously only get VHS. So, so like piracy, you had to have two video players to record yeah. a video onto another oh, yeah. video. Yeah. And the quality was absolutely shocking. Yeah. And I've got memories, uh, uh, repressed memories that you've just brought up of my dad sitting in the lounge with two videos out trying to record me a copy of Moonwalker. <laughs> And was he getting really frustrated? The sound's not working. Jacko's there. Jacko's there dancing like a good one. Can't get any sound. I remember being really excited about it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a copy of Moonwalker. And then watching it and just go, quality's proper shit. <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? Because a film came out of the cinema, Ed, and, and you, these days a film, well, it goes straight onto your telly at the moment. You know, you don't even bother yeah. with the cinema. But back in the day, True. a film had come out of the cinema and then you'd have to wait 18 months to, years for it to come out on video yeah and you go to the video shop and it'd be like back to the future's out yeah it was out of the cinema two years ago (laughs) but now it's out on video it was just this huge lapse but yeah oh happy days back in the day so what's happening with you mate i've proper we're nearly halfway through the show (laughs) oh well i'm I'm gonna come back to my matrix story oh yeah so i've my son my eldest son which if I say our Tommy, it's confusing because you've got an hour, Tommy. Yeah, it's all right. Thomas Santor. He's, yeah. he's about to turn 13. And lockdown's hard for all of us. And I was like, he's nearly 13. And, and just for context, we send all our kids to bed at about half eight. And he's he, yeah. he's obviously not going to sleep at half eight. He's too old. Mm. But but the rule is, like, just get out of our faces. We need to relax. You can go do whatever yeah, in your room. Yeah. Just, just get out of this lounge. Mm. Um Anyway, nearly 13, in lockdown, I thought, right, it's t- it's time to, to be, f- be a fatherly figure and get him some movies under his belt. So I said to him, right, once a week, we- it's movie night with your dad now. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. So I picked the movie. Well, he kind of thinks he picks the movies, but I picked mm. the movies. And mm. um, we watched The Matrix, right? That was the first mm-hmm. one. I was like, you've got to watch The Matrix. It's brilliant. And we watched the first one, and... It went on. A, it was a bit late when it finished. It was like quarter to eleven or something on a school night. But I was like, mm. eh, he's only sitting in front of Zoom all day. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he absolutely loved it. And the next day, he'd like Googled it and done God knows what, looking at it all day at school when he should have been on his Zooms or something. Mm. Um, dead excited because there's another one. And I was like, yeah, Matrix Two. We're going to watch Matrix Two yeah. next week. Now, I haven't watched most of these Matrix. These matrices, <clears throat> since no, I haven't. They pretty much came out, mm. right? And I had, a, I had a, as soon as I started watching the second one with him the next week, I was like, one of these has got that really dodgy disco scene in it. I don't know if you remember. No, I, I, I got, I've got a fess up. I, I don't remember the other two films. I, I remember, I remember coming out of watching one Let of the, either the second or third. Remember, like, are you a disco scene? This That's is just Zion. And I thought it was the third one, but it's in the second one, right? Yeah. Now, re-watching the second one with a 12-year-old who's not quite 13, yeah. what I did not realise is that is one horny movie. Is it? It's, it's an uncomfortably horny movie when you're sat next to your 12-year-old son. I mean, the film is just is just seeping like sexual frustration. Yeah. Right. And you're like, they're going, hmm... It's not Raiders hmm. of the Lost Ark, is it? Hmm. And so this this disco scene comes on, and I was like, I don't, I did, I forgot that it's an inappropriate disco. I thought it was just like a, a disco, and there was water coming down, and they're all dancing. And it's just a bit odd. Hmm. But in the middle of this is not a joke, Hal, or an exaggeration. I'm not laughing. In the middle of this disco scene, if anyone else remembers it, uh, Keanu Reeves has a sex scene with. Uh, the the oh what's it? Trinity she's called I've forgotten the actress's name is it Carrie Ann Moss it is Carrie Ann Moss thank you right they have a sex scene they, they sneak off and have a shag while this mm. disco is going on right mm. and it's fair I mean it's, it's a little bit explicit right? yeah it's very obvious that they're having a shag mm. and <laughs> poor Tom just looks at me he's like I don't I, I, I can't watch this bit dad oh, and, I, no. and I was just like well, I don't know what to do here and I just went I just went oh you're old enough just watch it <laughs> so 
Oh, you handled like, that. Turning his head back to the screen. You handled that. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, then poor worse lad. still, worse still, I, get, I wish I was exaggerating. The scene ends with a close up of Keanu as he finishes. <laughs> And it's unmistakable oh, that that's what he's doing, oh, and I was no. just like, I just need to fast forward yeah. now. In our in our um, house, um, our it, Tom's <laughs> watching Harry Potter. <laughs> I fucking wish mine was. And, and faces of which death. Pillock decided to put Matrix two on. <laughs> you see, I, I, it's funny that, and it? it's I think it's great that idea of a film night with it because hey, I've I been trying to, to get Tommy plan to it better. Yeah, I need to get... I, I've been like going, oh, come on, do you want to watch some war film? I want him to watch... Nine, Tom, our Tom's um, 15, nearly yeah. 16, and he's year 11, he's really into history. I learnt most of my history I, uh, from films, you know, from movies, yeah. from war movies and, and, and stuff, and he knows loads about history. He's really, he really loves it at school, and he's got a great teacher, and I want him to watch some of the films that influence me. Like, like I really like that. Is it 1917? <laughs> That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I've right? seen that, yeah. I, yeah, it's really good, and I want him to watch that, because I think he, he'll, he'll really like it, but I want him to watch, like, Saving Private Ryan, because I think he could handle that, and that's 15. Mm. Um, and oh, but actually, that, oh, that film's got an horrible scene in it. Though. I know, mm. I know, but it, all of it is is basically. I just want to get to the point where we can. It's my turn to say, right tonight we're watching the thing. Yes, oh, and that God, that's God. all I want to get to. Dad he's, moment, it, extraordinary. It's a fifteen. Once yeah. that's done, I won't ever bother him again with films. Yeah. But that's where I want to get to. Um, but that's really funny about the Matrix, mate. Oh, I think that's God. a good and listeners. You love, you love the rest of the film, but I was just yeah. like, I've ne- been. Uh, and the other thing that was weird is having the shoe on the other foot. Like I've been yeah. the uncomfortable teenager yeah. in exactly. the room with your parents when a sex scene comes on on a TV yeah. show. It's like, oh my God, look to look to the floor, just close your ears, whatever. Mate, I think that's a really good one. <laughs> I think that's a really good one for you know these questions that we're putting out there every so often I think which film is the one that made you want to shrink away I mean for me when I was a kid it was always when James Bond was getting off with someone and it was like oh no give us the explosions please and that man with bowler hat (laughs) you know I don't want to watch him I'm just, yeah. and it's always the last five minutes as well. You just like, but in <laughs> yeah. some ways that's better because you can just go, oh, it's finished. Look off. Yeah, and in those you, days, you haven't got your dad turning around to you going, "Go on, you're old enough. <laughs> What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Scar him for life, the poor son. <laughs> if he listens to this, sorry, Tom, you'd be alright. Oh, so, have you watched any? That's just brilliant. It'd be right. <laughs> It'll be right, yeah. He's all right, isn't he? Have you watched? Um, so I've got a, a yeah. Little Shop of Horrors was the th- the the headline, but I, I just want to just very quickly just point at a film uh, that we watched last night called News of the World with Tom Hanks, a western that's just dropped on Netflix. Um, oh, right. It's it's. Uh, I haven't come across that. It's a good western. Is it's I think it's Tom Hanks's first western other than playing Woody in Toy Stories. Um, it's um, he's real. I mean Tom Hanks. I just I think over the last year I've come to realise he's he's the most reliable of actors and um, he's just I think he's wonderful and um, yeah. I'll watch him do anything. Watch him in anything. Safe pair of hands. Yeah. I'll tell you what movie I won't watch him in. Go on. I think you know. Oh, I'm not, I'm not mentioning it now because I think you're in a good mood. Listeners, if you need to know what we're talking about, go and listen to the Christmas special where Ed totally lost his rag when I mentioned the Polar Express. When I mentioned that film, don't, that. Don't, don't mention it to Ed. Why are you doing this one? Why are you making children watch Joe Pesci and the giant testicle? That's that's what it should be called. So, just to sum up, you you quite like it, but it's it it disappointed on some levels. <laughs> News of the world. It's um it's a, a thoughtful western, and it's um it's one of those typical elegiac 
Is that the right word? Elegiac Western. It is now. That's it is got. Now. I've that's never got heard of that word before, but let's go with it. Pockets of kind of um, drama in it, but a lot of soul to it. I really liked it anyway. So that that was yeah, us. Good. Well, that, that leads us into <gasps> time for a few of our features and mentions. Yes, this is exciting. Things. So today, I believe, is the day after Valentine's Day. I'm fairly confident that that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we're recording anyway. It won't be when yeah. it comes out because I'm not that fast. Um, and yesterday I put out a thing. I love this. I put out a little sort of polling, whatever it was, a prompt question on Twitter. What is the best Valentine's movie to watch with your partner? Wrong answers only. <laughs> right. So I started things off with single white female. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, I can't knock you on that one. But we got a few other good ones. Um, Dancer in the Dark. Oh yeah, from uh, <laughs> Miss yeah. Nolan teaches R and D team. We got uh, oh my goodness, Misery from Elwood Dowd. <laughs> Who's Harvey Rabbit 69? Yeah. <laughs> Requiem for a dream. Oh, that's a right laugh, that film. <laughs> that was from at I Am Henry. <laughs> and if you haven't seen that film, my God. My God. I remember watching it and just going, I really like these actors and actresses. And then, yeah. then it got to like halfway through, I was like, this is just turning darker. And darker and darker. Let's see where it goes. And then by three quarters through, I was like, Mommy! Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous. Nice. Uh, Joe Sibley recommended Gone Girl. Good. Call. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> That's a good film, that, isn't it? I really Not like one that. to watch on Valentine's, though. No, no. Um, I came up with Midsummer. <laughs> No, that's a perla. That's Bear a good costumes one. Costumes and pupils. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good. I've got one. Oh, go on. Go on. No, no, listen. No, no, you go on. I've got one. Oh, all right. Sorry. Last one. Jane, Jill, Jane Hillier recommended Kill Bill. No, I'm not. Oh, I can't yeah. quite. It's pretty violent. I'm not sure it's quite yeah. as terrifying no, in the same ways. No. But go on. Mm, I've just What's got. What's your recommendation? Um, I've got a uh, seven. With Brad oh, yeah, Pitt yeah. and here uh, comes Gwyneth's head in a box. <laughs> yeah, I, I said to I said to Maria, I said, "Have you never seen Seven? She said, "No." I said, "Well," and she said, "Because it ends with a pregnant woman's head in a box, so I'm never watching it." I said, "Well, don't bother watching it now, because someone's told you the someone had said you don't want to watch that film because it ends like that." So she she's been absolutely put against it. And I said, well, that's the twist. That's like saying, oh, it turns out he's a ghost. Turns out he's dead and all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, do you think, though, do you think <laughs> Kevin Space? I mean, let's yeah. not get into Kevin Spacey, but Kevin Spacey is a lot more famous now than he was, mm. for, for ver- various reasons, yeah, yeah. than he was when he did Seven, right? Yeah. And he wasn't mentioned, I think. Was he mentioned in the, in the starting credits? I think he was. No. No, it's a, because it's they wanted a twist. to hide yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. But he's so famous now that he's in a really early scene, isn't he? He's, the, he's a he's spoiler a, alert. He's a photographer at one yes, of the he scenes. Is, yeah. he's, he pretends yeah. he's a journalist, doesn't he? Yeah. Now I reckon most people would recognise him in a in a blink of an eye now, and you'd spot him at that point and go, sum it up about that. Hmm. Whereas when it first came out, that that would have just yeah. passed you by, I think. It would have done. I don't. If you go back and have a look at it, I mean, you know, you're looking for it now, but I yeah. think it would would still work. But obviously, oh, is he quite? Is he quite? I think yeah, it's quite. It's quite inconspicuous. Is is um, okay. that little bit? From what I remember, it's a few years seen, since I've seen it. The other one I I wouldn't recommend for Valentine's yeah, Night what? is I Spit on Your Grave. Just uh, throw that. One I haven't in there. seen it, but it doesn't don't sound bother. like a very don't romantic Please. film. Don't just don't just don't. don't. Uh, Rob Lowe suggested War of the Roses. Good call. That's good a good call. call. Yeah, yeah. And Ben Waldrum suggested a film called Valentine, but it, it. I don't know anything about this film. But the synopsis is: five women are stalked by an unknown assailant while preparing. Oh for no! Th- yeah, that's a good one. 
No, Ben's on it there. That, that's a good one. It's um, it's actually, I think it's all right. It's like those, um, it's those 90s, maybe early 2000s. Slasher type movie. Slasher revival after Scream. You know, yeah. when Scream hit it big, a lot of them came out. Just any sort of, you know, Good Friday. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, last Happy one, Easter. I quite like this one as well. CT White 80, that's his or her. Oh, title. right, I thought it was the says, same. Says her. Have you seen her? The film oh, no. her. is that is that got Joaquin Phoenix in? It has got Joaquin Phoenix, and I I've think got, the I've computer voice is done by Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, mm. I've, I've seen it. a bit of it. I didn't get through all of it I, just because I fell asleep, mm. not because it's a boring okay. film. I'm just okay. an old man and I get tired. Um, yeah. But that's a good call as well. It's it's a very unromantic movie, or romantic in the wrong ways, I should say. <laughs> But, um, anyway, yeah. I quite enjoyed that. So, so do interact with us yeah. on Twitter. We, you will get a shout out eventually. Yeah, it's um, been great. Yeah, yeah, it's been and, great getting those it, questions. It also though. reminded me that we podcasted on Valentine's Day last year. Did we? <laughs> Our relationship's gone how, downhill because it's the day after now. How the chuff did that happen? Yeah, I think we were it has, in it? lockdown and just like I don't know. Anyway, were we, we in lockdown, lockdown again? Just, just yeah. Here we are. Cyclic. Oh, maybe we weren't. No, we can't have been on the fourth because no. it was March lockdown, wasn't it? But was it? Um, was it a Saturday? So we probably just or were we been both a off on a Friday. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, don't know. I don't know. So what crap right, film have ta- you watched? It's time to play the jingle. No, no, no I've got to play my jingle oh, yeah. first. <gasps> Sorry, go. Slightly quite crap films. Oh, I love that jingle so much. Oh, great, isn't it? I yeah. won't tell you how I'm playing that recorder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel poorly. <laughs> right, this is the part of the podcast that mm-hmm. we've titled the podcast after, where we talk about our dear love and affection towards films that the reviewers and critics tend not to like so much (laughs) the slightly quite crap movies usually these guys get and gals get what 33% ish on Rotten Tomatoes maybe a 12 and a half on Metacritic but the reason why they get anything is because me and Howl are sat there championing these movies (laughs) 10 out of 10 would watch again yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah So last week we set the theme of high school-ish movies mm. based around a school, mm-hmm. um, and that was about. As, it was fairly vague, I think. Yeah. But but specific enough to to, to pick out a decent title. So I I've got two. One's a comedy and one's a horror comedy. So I guess they're both comedies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, do, shall I do one one first and then you do because you yeah, got one we'll do you, an, I think Ed Sandwich you do one I'll do one <laughs> and then you finish it <laughs> I, I just can't comment on that comment because I'm just going to go down the worst rabbit hole please ever. don't yeah right okay I'll refrain so I, I'll start with High School High from 1996 Okay, now I'd never heard of this movie. And this movie was number two in the charts when it came out in the cinema. um, It must be the US charts. Uh, And number one at the time was Sleepers. Oh. That's not a comedy. (laughs) That's not a good Valentine's film. Absolutely. <laughs> don't just don't watch it. Just it's don't. Not, yeah. Just don't. There's better things to do. <laughs> now, high school high though, yeah. which gets 19 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Come on, <laughs> um, is is written by David Zucker, hmm? who is the writer for or one of the writers for Naked Gun hmm. and Airplane, right? And it's very much in the vein of Naked Gun and Airplane, but it doesn't have the 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 same sort of casting gold as those movies. Hmm. So it's got John Lovitz as the, oh, yeah. the title role, 
um, who he's a high school teacher who's he's like a rich man's son who who is a never wanted to do you know it's a disappointment mm-hmm. to his dad and he gets sent to like the super ghetto school to try and transform it and 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 set up his shop as a teacher um it's the jokes are so stupid like they're naked guns stupid yeah right? and some of them are really miss as opposed to hit but the ones that land are so funny and mm. there's enough that land that made me laugh pretty much all the way through quite contently um it's so it's just like it's slapstick stupid um but just in a really you know you know it's going to be crap you know it's going to be going for the most absurd gags ever and when mm. they land they land hard um it's got tier oh how do you pronounce this tier career tier career tier oh uh, yeah from yeah. from wayne's world yeah uh, from wayne's world yes she she's the lady in it that he loves mm. who's a teacher there as well and it's got i think one of the first roles from uh Mackay pfeiffer who um he's brilliant mm. he, he had a big role oh, in yeah. er a bit later yeah um it's just so funny I absolutely loved it it's a parody of like Dangerous Minds and High School Confidential and stuff like that Mm. Um, I do wonder if I found it particularly funny being an educator myself Um, Mm. but if you want something that's just daft yeah but has enough belly laughs in it to to kind of compliment the eye rolls of that's a terrible (laughs) joke Um, I, I genuinely recommend it I rented it and I oh did my not God. feel like I'd wasted my money. It's just, it's just great. So that was that was my first one. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll dig out a clip and I'll and I'll stick it in as well, so people right. can appreciate that it is quite funny. I'd like you to meet somebody. This is Bernie Raveling, our athletic director, and mm-hmm. oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mister Raveling. Oh, letting the mustache grow, and I see. Uh, Richard. Well, from the looks of the stubble, I'd say it's going to be a beaut. You know, I had one in college myself. Richard, that's Ms. Wells, the girl's gym teacher. Did I mention how attractive you look, Ms. Wells? I, I don't think it landed over here. Uh, I just I have no recollection of this movie whatsoever. But no, I, do you know what? I, I don't really, I don't really remember it either. But um, I've just looked it up quickly, and um, the director of the film is the Coke. Fueled employee in Die Hard. Oh, is Bochner? Yeah. Do you know the one who like tries to side, tries to smooth it all out, and ends up getting wasted? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in all high school high man. So where did you get that from? High school high. Did you have to buy Uh, it? I rented it from Amazon Prime. It was about two quid or something. Um, I took a risco, and it was worth it. Oh, well, good so for you, I would it? give that two two thumbs up, two tomatoes up for run. Oh, are we, are we starting a rating about. system? I uh, just did it now, so that's why? good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do mine quickly. I don't know what that rating's out of. No, get a scale two out of show. fifty. <laughs> two out of something. Two out of a punnet. <laughs> <laughs> two out um, of a tin of tomatoes. You're gonna love mine. Here's mine then. I'm ready. My slightly crap film. Um, I'm a big fan of werewolf films. So I'm sorry I'm going down the horror genre thing, but I'm going down horror comedy. But I didn't realise that until I did a bit of research on it, thinking I would talk about it on this. Now, it's Howling. The original The Howling, Joe Dante's The Howling, is is a great film. Howling 2... Um, colon werewolf bitch or something <laughs> Sturber <laughs> werewolf bitch this sounds like it should that's, have a really high that's not even the one I'm talking about but right. if you've never seen The Howling 2 <laughs> I tell you right now go and watch it because it's mental and it's got Christopher Lee in it I didn't I've, I've seen Howling 3 The uh, I've seen that so I didn't need to watch that oh no, I, sorry, I did go to Howling 3. I did watch that. I ignored Howling 4. Um, right. And then I watched Howling 5. But the one I want to just share with you now about <laughs> is the Howling 3, 
colon, the marsupials. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. Uh, those people in the know who, who love the podcast because of the movies we talk about, you probably know this film. Yes, werewolves, <laughs> Australian werewolves, because if it's Australian, it's got to, you know, you've got to have a, it's a marsupial. So what we've got now is we've got Felipe More, the director of Howling 3, hot off the heels, to be fair, of the Howling 2, <laughs> werewolf, st- werewolf Sturber, werewolf bitch. Um, <laughs> that's what it's called. Go find out. Uh, he's made that, and he's 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 thought I've liked that. So he's got in touch with the original writer of the novel, The Howling, Gary Bradner, and said, "I've got an idea." Gary Bradner says, "Crack on it, sounds mint." And he does this film, and it's got to be seen to be believed because it's really funny. <laughs> Do you really want to be an actress? No. Good. I like a woman with brains. I think I can spell a talent here. Can you act like an animal? Yes. You'll be perfect, darling. You know, this movie is about pop culture. In the 60s, Andy Warhol showed us how pop could be high art. In fact, everything is high art. That's what this is all about. For example, in your first scene, you'll be gang-raped by four monsters. But it's intending to be funny. But the tone of the film is so up and down. It's bonkers. You've got committed performances <laughs> from everyone. And in some scenes, it's like they're in a proper scary horror film. And then in the next scene, they are in the naked gun. You know, there's just like funny <laughs> side gags. It's like they were making it up as they were going along. The werewolf transformation scenes have got to be seen to be believed. But what I really liked about them, because this is a film from the mid-80s, what I really liked about the transformations is there's no CGI. They're literally just doing cutaways. They've got, like, obviously someone just off-camera shaking something. <laughs> It's it's committed, and the wolves look the werewolves instead of looking vicious look kind of funny and kind of cuddly and could have been a good range at Toys R Us. You know what I mean? It would have been all right. And I want my werewolves vicious. I must admit, I'm I'm a dog soldiers sort of person, but these these aren't. But it it gets to its point. It gets to the point where the 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 protagonist. Um, she wins an award for being... There's so many ironies in this film. I want you to go watch it now, Ed. She wins an award for acting, right, in a, in a sort of subplot in the film. With no irony yeah. whatsoever. No, none, none. And it's supposed to be, like, 15 years after the original action, and, and none of them have aged. You know, there's no, no budget for makeup at this point. And she her award gets presented to her by Barry Humphreys as Dame Edna Everidge. <laughs> so you got her gurning at the screen, at the camera, and you're thinking, what am I watching here? And then you check and you're actually at the end of the film. And it's bonkers, right? And so after watching it, I thought, I've got to talk about this on the podcast. But I kind of could do a whole hour on it. There is so much in it. But the commitment of the people in it... I've I've never watched it before, and I've gone through my whole adult life knowing about the Howling 3, the marsupials, and just just saying, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be crap, that, and it's supposed to be terrible. Well, I'm telling you now, it's brilliant and mad and exactly fits the remit of this podcast because i loved it but it was just can i just say i'm trying to i'm trying to get my head around this movie i I haven't quite spotted the school connection but we'll come back they're in they're in one they're in one they're in one oh well done then sorry that's good that's a good link (laughs) no sorry they're in one i just needed to get it out there now i'm sorry everyone i'm just reading the synopsis on wikipedia well the plot on wikipedia it says obviously my eyes were drawn to the word sex it says uh, after Jaboa and Donnie attend a film which depicts a werewolf transforming she insists the scene is inaccurate and admits she is a werewolf to an yeah. unbelieving Donnie yeah. they have sex yeah, afterwards do. Donnie notices that Jaboa's lower abdomen is yeah. covered in downy white fur and a yeah, large scar yeah he does <laughs> it's like they have this rampant sex scene that's actually just a PG certificate pretty much but then he looks under under the black under the sheet 
There's a lot of fur down there. Is it a puberty film? (laughs) Just saying. But you need to go find that out for yourself. It's something that you can't unsee. I hope he comes out with quite a line, because that's comedy gold. Uh, He's not the best of actors. He's not the best of actors (laughs) um, who plays him. Hello, got an out-of-control tree or collection of trees or maybe you just need your bush trimming. Barbara and I will come along to your house and trim as much as you desire. Get that sunlight back in your life with Barbara and Simon, bushcutters.co.uk. Find us there. Anyway, Well, that film, do, do you want to know what that gets on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. So, high school high got 19%. Yeah. Higher or lower? Lower. You sure about that? Yeah. It is lower. 17%. (laughs) Get it, watch. An aggregate of 12 reviews. You'll thank me. me. People get in touch on Twitter going, thanks for that. There is no, there is no, um, there is, you I'm can't really sense sorry. the sarcasm on Twitter, it's great. <laughs> no, there is no, um, I, you're welcome. There, there is no movie, you're absolutely uh, welcome. There is no connection to, um, I know, to that's sorry. Really. I did I mean, cooties, it's just last you time. all over, isn't it? I did cooties last time. You all over. We're gonna do school movies, and you come up with <laughs> any, Howling any old shit that you've watched. <laughs> the marsupials, Howling Three. Hey, trivia, but I think you've already said this. It's the only PG in the series. I imagine it is. I, I still think some of it shouldn't be PG. But do you know well, the... It's di- PG-13. Yeah. The director, still. Uh, he made um, a brilliant film called Mad Dog Morgan uh, with Dennis Hopper in the 70s when Dennis Hopper was at his height of mentalism. Uh, and of it, that nuts. is a film worth watching. I think that's on Amazon Prime. If you want to see someone going completely deranged in front of the camera, that's the one. <laughs> this Excellent. way, Dennis. This way, mate. <laughs> Here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. You, you're, right, you're I'm going to race through yeah, my sorry, time. This is another school one because that was the brief yeah, that sorry. you gave me. <laughs> Dear God. Um, right. I watched, I, watched a, I watched a horror film. Good. Uh, return to Horror High, which Ooh. is ironic because there's not a there's not a Horror High. There's just a mm. Return to Horror High. Mm. It's a bit confusing, and in general, this film is just very confusing. Uh, it's got I don't know any of these people: Vince Edwards, Brendan Hughes, Scott Jacoby, Laurie Levin, Philip McKeon, and Alex Rocco in it. But it's also got George Clooney in it for about ten minutes. Yeah, George bloody. Clooney, top of his CV. This movie, I'll bet you any money. No, no, it's it's just below Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That he's also I, well, on. I think sequentially this is his next movie. Is it? He did that, and he was like, "I'm going to be massive now," and then did Return to Horror High. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> For all of ten minutes. <laughs> now I'm. <laughs> I can't explain the plot because it's so weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's a horror comedy, right? And it's kind. It's like they're filming. In a school about a murder that took place in the school, and then while they're filming, murders start happening yeah. again. I think. Now, the reason why I say I think <laughs> is because it's non-linear, so you never really know where you are in the film, oh. and it's quite—you've got to really concentrate, which I do not do when I'm watching my slightly crap films. I'm generally <laughs> drinking beer and slightly dozy. Um, so I struggled with following it. However, what I have to say, credit to this 1987 movie, I would go as far as to say this was genius, right? <laughs> it, like, you know, when you watch, I mean, you've seen more horror movies than there are horror movies. Um, the tropes become, become very tropey and you just know exactly what's going to happen because it always happens, right? Yeah. Not in this movie. So because it's kind of playing, they're, they're kind of reenacting stuff and filming it and so on, they really, really get creative with confusing the viewer as to what you're watching, right? So I'll give you an example. There's, there's scenes where... People are running around a school or whatever, and then someone gets murdered, and you're like, "Ah, someone's got murdered!" 
and then it pans out and there's a camera filming them and they go cut and you're like oh it's they're filming yeah. the murder it's not yeah. a real murder and then a minute into that someone wakes up and it was all a dream oh my <laughs> like, god yeah that's mental <laughs> yeah that's and mental. they just do that trick like four or five times in the movie and every single time it caught me out and i was like oh <laughs> 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 now i've got no idea what's going on um and it towards the end someone gets a harpoon in their chest i mean that's just great isn't it you can't be <laughs> in a, a harpoon. school yeah the school, a harpoon. Harpoon. <laughs> the school harpoon the school harpoon Where's it gone? It's in that man over there. <laughs> Anyone's in the uh, school harpoon? Anyone? Anyone? No one's leaving this classroom until someone admits to taking the school harpoon. So, yeah. That, I think that's pretty much all I've got to say about that movie. It's it's cheesy, it's crappy, but it's quite clever in, in what it tries to do. And when it was doing it as well, probably, because that'll be and a few years ago. when it was doing ago. it, yeah, 87. I mean, yeah, fair play. Yeah, I, I, I would love you to watch it because you've seen mm. far more than I have. And although now that I've kind of spoiled it for you, you, you kind of know what's coming. But but if it, if if a horror film surprises you, then I, I think it gets two thumbs up. Yeah, so. or two tomatoes. I, I'll give that one two tomatoes, but on a different scale. Okay, <laughs> organic. It's two tomatoes out of six packets of tomato juice. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't either. Right. But, um, that, what was that so called? We've got one feature left. What was that called? That, that was film? called Return to Horror High. That's the one, listeners. Uh, 1987. Do not look for Horror High because there isn't a first uh, one. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't think. Mm. Anyway, so we have one feature left before we close off this podcast. Oh, yes. Well, actually, two. You need to set a homework, but I yeah. want to also know, because I made a jingle for this, because you made me make a jingle yeah. for it, because you said, great jingle straight after we did the first one when there was no jingle, and then I had to go and record one. So since that moment, we now yeah. have to have this feature all the time. I want you to tell me... Hold on. Let's do the jingle now. Okay. <gasps> great performances in Oh, that is a great jingle. That is a great jingle. It took jingle. a long time. Mm. It took a long time away from my family. What is it again? <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, great performances in crap films. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a great actor in a, in a crap film. Is that not the same thing? Or was it a good performance, though? Uh, reasonable. Oh, you've done it again. Reasonable. Well, it links into the other the film I shouldn't have talked about earlier because it didn't have anything to do with school. Um, I'm actually now going to jump ahead in the howling film sound <laughs> cycle and I'm going to the howling five. Um, and I've, it's got a sub- rebirth, that's what it's called. And it's kind of a, re- a rehash of um, a whodunit in a castle. That's basically it. And the owner of the castle is played really incongruously by um, a very recognisable English actor who, when you see him in it, you're thinking, how the chuff did you end up in this? Because I've, I've actually watched it and I've been really waxing lyrical about Owling 3, the marsupials, but Owling 5, the rebirth, it's not very good at all. The actor in question, <laughs> <laughs> who is the key... The, the linchpin to this feature is the English actor, very respected English actor, Phil Davis. Now, if you don't know who he is, just go and uh, Google him. You'll recognise him because he's in all sorts of programmes from uh, Inside Number 9 to back in the 80s, he was in Robin of Sherwood. He's in Mike Lee films. He was kind of... He came. He was. He came to pro- pro- prominence around the time of Gary Oldman and Tim Roth and those sort of new what? young wave of English actors. Was he in either the ca- uh, either the Bill or Casualty? I, I can tell you now with some confidence and without checking that I bet you he's been in one of them, yes. if not both. Yeah. He's, he's that sort yeah. of actor, and he rocks up. But when he rocks up, you sort of feel like you're in safe hands because he's a good actor, but for some reason he's in Howling 5, The Rebirth. That's it. Nice. <laughs> You've closed that pretty quickly. That was good. Yeah, I, I thought you wanted me to. By the when you were doing that cutthroat thing with your hand across yeah, well your that, neck, no, I'm just threatening you. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I get mixed up sometimes with actual threats. 
So what are we doing next time then, mate? What's the homework now for our gentle listeners? Oh, I think it should maybe be to do with the kind of soaps thing. Soaps? A, a slightly crap film that's got a soap star in it. Oh, and that right. soap star can be from an Australian soap yes. or from like a Bill slash Casualty slash, I don't know, Only well, Fools and Horses. I've, I've got an example. <laughs> But I ain't, but it's not a crap film, so that don't count, does it? But we'll give an example that just fits the theme. Okay, the theme is you got that soap soap actors who've appeared in films. I've got I've got um, uh, Brian Tilsley. I can't remember his real name. For him from Coronation Street was in RoboCop Two, and um, <laughs> he's in it for like quarter of a second though, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. But that's it's quality that though, and it? it's a quality example that just. <laughs> dropped in my head before the actual thing I wanted to say dropped in the actual thing is Russell Crowe who I do believe was in Neighbours for a, for a couple of episodes he was yeah and Guy Pearce who was of course um, also Ma- in Mike, Neighbours yeah. Mike in um, Mike in Neighbours uh, they were both in LA Confidential which is a good Kylie film. Minogue in Street Fighter 2 yeah, not yeah. You are spot on there, mate. You are spot on. Um, and also uh, Anna Friel. She's been in a lot of films, and not all of oh, them yeah. good. Yeah, she was in Brookside. Yeah. So that's 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 your homework, ladies and gents. Yeah. Thank you for listening, as always. If you've got through all of this. Uh, I can only apologise. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks very much for sticking with us, and do get in touch with us um, um, at um, Crap Film Podcast. Crap Film Podcast. Yeah, we got it podcast. wrong that one time, and we don't tend to get it wrong anymore. We get worried, though. I get worried, <laughs> me. But as soon as I start saying it, I think, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's instilled yeah. the anxiety, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So Crap do, Film Podcast, do Facebook, Crap Film Podcast on Twitter. Get in touch. Tell us a crap film that you love. If you can, fit it with the theme of soaps, um, and we'll, we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. The Slightly Crap Film Podcast was brought to you by Ed Southall and me, Howell Roberts. Give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter. You'll find us at Crap Film Podcast. Give us a subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us a review. Just give us something. See you next time.